everyone, it's your girl Christina Savani and this is Saved Save the Podcast where we are changing the perspective on what it means to be saved one episode at a time. What up you guys? Oh my gosh, do you guys know what today is? I don't think you guys are ready. I don't think I'm ready. Do you guys know what today is? It's the season finale. Guys, we have made it to episode 17 of season two. We've made it to the end. Um, Originally, at the beginning of season one, I was like, we'll see if anyone is listening. And then we started with bi-weekly episodes in season one. And we started back in June. And we had a phenomenal season one, took about a month off, and we came back in January strong, bringing you episodes every single week. We've been doing this for four months, guys. Four months. 17 episodes, not missing a beat. And as much as I have enjoyed it, in order to continue to bring you guys phenomenal episodes, your girl needs a break. So all of the month of May, I'm going to be regrouping, recharging, coming up with some fantastic, fantastic things to bring to you in season three. And then I'm going to be taking a well-needed beach vacation. And then your girl's going to be coming back for the one year anniversary of Save Save the Podcast with the season three premiere. And you guys do not want to miss that. But I feel like I'm jumping ahead of myself because we haven't even gotten to the season finale of season two yet. We still have a whole episode ahead of us. And you know how we start our episodes off, guys, with our Nothing About Nothing. Our Nothing About Nothing segment of our show is basically me rambling. Um, It is a segment of our show where I talk about literally any and everything that is on my mind at the moment before our show actually kicks off. It is unscripted, unguided, but it's a part of me where you get to see the true, raw, unfiltered, silly Christina Savani that I hope you guys have known and loved. Um, Last episode, I talked about Jesus' Restaurant. If you don't know what that is, it is Chick-fil-A. But this week, I want to talk about capitalization. I know, super random, but hear me out. Okay, so am I the only person that when I am journaling or when I'm like in church, you know, pre-panorama, um, <laughs> and, like, I'm taking, like, notes, like, when the pastor is preaching, and, like, you're taking notes, and you're saying, like, he or him, and you're referring to, like, God or the Holy Spirit or Jesus, do you feel weird, like, putting, like, he or him in lowercase, like, letters? <laughs> like, I can't be the only one, right? Like, I cannot be the only one that, like, I'll write, like, a lowercase h, and then I'll, like, go back and, like, add another line to make that h, like, capital. Because I feel like it's so disrespectful to the Holy Trinity to, like, lowercase it. Like, I don't lowercase my G or my J. I don't lowercase my G in God or my J in Jesus or my H and S in Holy Spirit. 
So why am I lowercasing my H in he or him? Like, you guys feel me, right? Like, tell me <laughs> when I release this episode, let me know I'm not alone in this. Like, I, I've had this conversation with a few people, so I know, like, I'm not the only one. But let us, the people that I have had this conversation with, let us know that we are not alone in our capitalization, our reverence capitalization, that we are not alone in giving our reverence to God with his capital H's because he deserves them. Can I get an amen? Amen. Thank you. See, see, we're getting amens. <laughs> like, no, but I'm like so serious. Like, I feel so bad if I'm just like writing really fast, like in the middle of a sentence, I put a he, but I digress. Um, we are in our season finale, guys. And I do not want to, you know, as the, as the pastors like to say, I ain't gonna hold you long. And we'll be here for an hour and a half later. But as anyone knows with my podcast, we're never here more than 30 minutes because I like to give you a podcast that's just enough time for you to get to or from work. So when I say I'm not going to hold you long, I'm really not going to hold you long. But I just want to come to you one last time in our season finale just to talk about faith once again. I mean, at the start of this season, we were talking about the new year kicking off. You know, everyone was so excited about 2021. And I was just like, you know, it's, it's just another year, but it's a year of faith. Faith and, and we left that and open to everything, literally, to our healing, to encouraging people to go to therapy, to embracing our community and all that it's in, to accepting love, to learning what faith meant when it came to sacrifice, to facing our fears and, <laughs> and tackling it with faith, to learning about faith and obedience. So tackling faith with silence or silence with faith to getting out of that perfection trap when it comes to faith to learning balance and faith to checking our motives at the door to tackling our doubts to learning patience and finding peace all of those have to do with our faith but the real question in this entire season that I've realized I forgot to ask you guys is who is your faith in? Or better yet, what is your faith in? Like, I've been talking this whole season about faith under the assumption that we're all Christians. And that clearly, when we talk about faith, our faith must be in the most high. But that isn't always the case, if we're being honest. And, you know, I, I think we're family, right? Like, we can be honest about the fact that our faith isn't always where it needs to be. I mean, that's why you hear people talk about misguided faith or just misguidedness in general, because as much as we like to say, that our faith is in the right place, our actions don't always say that. Like, our actions don't always show that. Sometimes our actions show that our faith is in our jobs 
or our friends or our loved ones or our cars or, you know, like, so one thing my pastor was saying is the fact that every time he gets in the car, he prays. And that thought literally never crossed my mind. Not because, like, I don't think about what could happen when I get behind the wheel of a car, but, like, I just have faith that that car is going to move. And I'm not saying you don't need to have faith in these things, but there's levels to it. There's levels to where your faith should be placed. And as always, the highest level of your faith should be in God. Because without him, you can't have the other things to put your faith in. So like without God, you can't have a car to put your faith in. Without God, you can't have a family to put your faith in. Without God, you can't have a job to put your faith in. But a lot of times we miss the source of the thing that we're putting our faith into. Like we say that things can't coincide. So we say, oh, well, you can't have faith in this, but we miss that. No, you can have X, Y, and Z. You just have to understand that they have to work together. But one is still a priority. You got to capitalize your H, basically. As long as you're capitalizing your H for this side and lowercasing your H over here, you're good. So understand how capitalization works and we're fine. That That's all we're really saying when it comes to the levels of your faith. But what happens so many times is you have these two different sides of people You have the people who just solely put their faith into the materialistic things. And then when they lose the materialistic things or they are asking God for the materialistic things and their motives are in the wrong spot, then they lose their faith when they don't get the materialistic things because their faith was placed on those things. And then you have the people who feel like you can't put any faith into the materialistic things, even if God gave them to you. So when you have these two sets of people, and then you have a Christian who has come along with the understanding of a true and pure relationship with God, coming to be like, hey, both of you are kind of (laughs) right. You just kind of need to merge it a little bit. That's when you get the side eyes. That's when you get the, wait a second, you're a little different. Or I've never seen your type before. I don't know about that. Or wait, out. that's when those type of conversations come up. And you can't let that deter you. Like, have you ever had a feeling that God is telling you to walk out on faith? But it's against the Christian norm. Like it's against all that you grew up with. But it doesn't necessarily break any rules. What I mean by that. So say for instance, like I've seen a lot of 
Christian entrepreneurs, right? Pop up and they are creating these Christian faith-based businesses. And a lot of people have been pushing back on them because they're like, well, you're a faith-based business. Why are you for profit? And so their whole business model is basically like, God didn't tell me I'm supposed to just be out here living off the land being broke. But I'm not out here scheming and, you know, lying and demeaning people either. There's balance to it. I know where my motives are. I'm at peace with the situation. I have this relationship with God. So these people are out here doing exactly what God told them to do. They're taking this leap of faith, but it doesn't look normal. You get what I'm saying? So when that happens, you literally have to look and you have to be like, okay, am I in God's will? Am I being faithful to God? Am I doing what I need to do for God? Instead of looking around at other people. Because I promise you, some of the things that I have said in this podcast has made people upset. Some of the ideas that I probably share in this podcast has made people upset. But you know who's not upset? God. Like one episode in particular, my episode on faith and therapy. I literally shared it with a friend maybe three weeks ago because someone was trying (laughs) to attack her. And I, I say trying because she's strong enough to not let that happen. But they were trying to attack her on Facebook when she shared a post about faith and Christian um Christianity and therapy coinciding with each other. And when she shared that post, this other person was like, well, if you have God, you don't need therapy. And I was like, actually refer back to episode four of season two of my podcast. Um, But I know that that episode got flat. I also know that other episodes of my podcast in the future will probably get flat because I get flat as a Christian. But I know where my faith is. I know where my God is. I know that I can go to him and I can pray about a situation and I know that I can remove all fear and all doubt, or better yet, he can remove all fear and all doubt out of the situation. And if it's in his will, he gives me the desires of my heart. I know that every time I walk out of my door because I trust in him, that everything is going to work for my good. It might not look like it at the time, but it's going to be for my good. I know that because I am his child and I put my faith in him, that I can then put my faith into the people that he places around me to benefit my good. I know because I have a relationship with him that he is going to place me in the right situations with the right people, having the right conversations, to do the right things, to elevate me to the right places to further his word. That was a mouthful, but I hope you caught it all. Basically, When you know, you know. 
And when you have faith, you know. And sometimes it's unexplainable. Like, you just know. Like, there are so many situations, and I've heard so many stories of those leap of faith moments where, like, you just had to. Like, as much as you want to try to explain your way in or out of the situation, you just had to. And sometimes that's what faith is. That's that true, dirty, down, raw, authentic faith is you just had to. Because if you didn't, you would have been so out of order that you just would not have felt right. And it's okay if that doesn't make sense to other people. It's okay if the way that you move and walk doesn't look like the normal Christianity or doesn't look like how other people think it should look like. That's why I told you doubt's going to creep in, but you can't listen to that with other people. Like modern day, when we look at our faith, especially my millennial peeps out here, how we're looking at our faith versus how a lot of us grew up looking at our faith is completely different because we're understanding the Bible for ourselves and not understanding it through our parents or our grandparents' lens. And when we're understanding it for ourselves, we're growing deeper in our faith. It's not like it's a brand new religion that we're inventing or a brand new faith that we're inventing. We're just going deeper and we're taking more calculated risk in God. Like we're moving biblically, if that makes sense. Like we're doing the stuff that they did in the Bible that eventually saw big miracles. Like that's why you can see a person who had a job one year making $32,000 and they were miserable. And then 11 and a half months later, they're a millionaire. Still a full-blown Christian, paying their tithes, going to church every Sunday, praising God and giving him all the glory. And you're like, how? Because they dug deeper into their faith in God. They didn't steer away from it. They didn't steer away from what he was telling them to do, how he was telling him or how he was telling them to do it. They dug deeper into it. That's what I wanted us to do in this season, and I really hope we accomplished it. I really hope that each one of you that listened in this season dug deeper into your faith and realized that it was literally in every move you made. Like, every step you take, and I hope that y'all know where I'm going with this, but I'm not about to sing to y'all because it is late and your girl is tired. But it's literally in everything. Like, I'm going back to episode two when we kicked off what this season was going to be about. Faith is in everything. It's so calculated. Like, we say all the time that God is outside of our time. So if he's outside of our time, obviously our faith is outside of our time as well. So he's moving things around for us. We just got to jump on it. We got to take those leaps of faith when he tells us to. When he tells us to move, we got to move. Even if it looks reckless to other people. I I just, 
I just know. I don't know who I'm talking to right now. Like, maybe I'm preaching to myself. And I don't want to say that I'm preaching, but you know what I mean. But, like, faith has to be reckless sometimes. It has to be destructive. It has to be unexplainable. It has to shake up a room. It has to be noticeable. Like, sometimes you don't just need to walk by faith. You need to run by faith. You need to jump by faith, leap by faith, you know, bungee jump by faith, zipline by faith, you know, jet ski by faith. Whatever you need to do by faith to get the point across, even if it makes somebody mad, even if somebody is tuning up their nose and saying, this is what's wrong with this generation. So what? Unless God convicts you, keep doing you, boo. Keep doing you. Keep having your relationship with him. Do what you need to do in him. Do your check-ins. Make sure you're still in his will. And keep moving in your leaps of faith. And do that all the month of May while I am relaxing and prepping for season three. Because season three is going to be a whammy. Like, just like I came back hard with season two, coming with y'all for weekly episodes. If season three goes how I want it to go, which no spoilers, y'all are going to be super excited. So, keep the faith. I think that's how I want to end it. Keep the faith. And I hope you guys have enjoyed season two of Save Save the Podcast. And if you have enjoyed it, let other people know about it. Um, I'm so thankful that the word is constantly getting out about this podcast. Y'all just don't know how thankful I am for my Save Save crew. And I will continue to be thankful. So don't forget about me. Like, it's four weeks. Don't forget about me in those four weeks. So come back. It's like June, I think, um, 9th. I think that's when we'll be back. June 9th. It's literally like 364 days <laughs> after the season one premiere. So we're it's literally the one year anniversary minus a day. Don't forget. Mark your calendars. June 9th. Your girl will be back. Love you all. This has been another episode of Save Save the Podcast with your girl, Christine Savani. Peace.